Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. Yeah, my name is Nigel. Hammer is uh, having colon replacement surgery. He'll be back tomorrow. Guy Relford is sitting in his place. And you were preempted earlier uh, in your usual spot by Brian Kilmeade, Fox. Uh, yeah, that Fox was a great friends. interview, though. I was really glad he called. Yeah, so, but we have a bunch of people on hold, and we're going to kind of do, we're going to mash this up Monday, Gun Day, and ask the gun guy, Guy Relford. Second Amendment attorney, a licensed firearms instructor, host of the Gun Guy Show here on Saturdays, 93 WIBC. And we got a line of people waiting on the phone. We got a whole bunch of people on the phone. Let's get right into it. We got John. John, welcome to the Hammer Nigel Show, man. What do you got for us? Hi there. Big fan of the show. Big fan of uh, you as well, the Gun Guy. Thank you, brother. Uh, The independent contractors, if you're working in uh, other property, what kind of self-defense laws apply for you? to be able to carry a firearm if there is a altercation? Uh, it, it, John, it's a great question, but the law doesn't change just because you're an independent contractor. Uh, and, that, and that actually is one nice thing about having constitutional carry now is that you don't have to be on your own property even to be able to carry a handgun without a license. Um, if, if, if you can legally possess that gun and you're, you're at a place where it's not illegal for you to possess a gun, you can have that gun there. And once you're there, then you can defend yourself. Um, if, if you're defending yourself from serious bodily injury or defending an, even another person from serious bodily injury, you can defend yourself. And your status as an independent contractor isn't affected by that at all, uh, or doesn't affect that at all is a better way to put it. Let's go back to the phone lines. Got Doug. Doug, welcome to Hammer Nigel, man. What do you got for us? Hey, I have a question. So I inherited several weapons, sidearms, and I am wondering if there's any kind of legal paperwork that needs to be done to register those or notify the state or authorities. Now, it's a great question, Doug, and I get that a lot on the Gun Guy Show on Saturdays, but we don't have registration in Indiana, and there's no registration requirement uh, at the federal level as well. So there's no re- there's no registration required. If they're just regular guns, rifles, pistols, shotguns, you, know, you don't have to do anything. You, c- you can inherit those just like you inherit a toaster. Now, if they were machine guns or suppressors or short-barreled rifles or something registered by the what we call the National Firearms Act, then there's a whole different process. What if you inherit a Bazooka. Well, uh, see, uh, well, that's a great question, <laughs> but um, you can inherit a bazooka. Can you? A bazooka, yeah, is what we call a destructive device. Okay, that has to be registered under the National Firearms Act, which okay. is probably why you brought that up right then. And uh, you, you can't just take that. It would, the registration of that destructive device would have to be transferred to you, and you have to fill out what's called a Form Four ATF Form Four. Send that to the AT, the NFA branch, and they could give you permission to then take possession of Grandpa's bazooka. See. <laughs> That, that's not the answer you were you were expecting there, was it? No, it wasn't. I didn't even know you were allowed to own a bazooka. Sure you can. I mean, that's why we don't, when when Biden comes out, he's like, well, you couldn't own a cannon at the time the Second Amendment was drafted. Well, hell yes, you could. <laughs> and you could still own a cannon. They're just pre- little procedures you have to go through. Let's go back to the phone line. we got Jerry. Jerry, welcome to Hammer Nigel, man. What do you got for the, the gun guy today? 
Well, yeah, I have a question. I'm a Navy vet myself. But I, I wondered, under the congressional statute, where did the ATF think she has the authorization to regulate key cards, data pin lowers, for the citizen's access to advanced trigger systems? Okay, Jerry, you were breaking up there kind of bad, brother. I'm not sure I understood you at all. Let's let's just try it one more time. Where does the ATF have authority to what? Regulate key cards for building 80% lowers. Oh, 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 okay, all right, okay, I got what you say. Yeah, 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 Jerry, what you're what you're talking about is the recent uh, regs passed on so-called ghost guns, and this says that you know if a gun isn't completely uh completed historically you've been able to to finish that gun and you don't have to register it the question you raise: where do they get the uh, congressional authority it's i would rephrase that slightly to say where do they get the constitutional authority because what they're doing is they're they're legislating and to your point and this and that's why i respect your question is 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 administrative agencies executive agencies like atf aren't supposed to pass legislation they're just supposed to enforce the law and exactly to your point, what we have here is ATF making new rules that really uh, comprise or constitute legislation, which the executive branch is not supposed to do. I think when those rules go into effect, if and when somebody is arrested and prosecuted for violating those, you know, if I'm their attorney, my number one defense, right along the lines of what you just asked me, is going to be that this is an illegal regulation, it's an unconstitutional regulation, because the ATF never had the constitutional authority to legislate as opposed to simply enforce the law, which is what executive agencies are supposed to do. So, great question. Sorry I couldn't hear you uh, very well there. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jesse has called. Jesse, what do you got for us? Uh, I've got a strange question for you guys. Those are the uh, best kind. Okay. Um, I am, I've been uh, a scoutmaster in the past and getting the kids to uh, get – ammunition enough for their uh, rifle merit badge and stuff like that. Um, And I come up with an idea, and I don't know uh, to find an easier availability of ammunition. And would it, has anyone ever thought of fooling the NRA membership to, say, take $1,000 per member and buy a munitions uh, supplier or munitions maker and then sell those members uh, a certain amount of ammunition. Yeah, well, you know what, Jesse? What's he saying? Is there a fundraising opportunity through NRA or otherwise to raise money for ammunition for kids, in this case, scouts, um, who can, Is he saying it was hard to get, still hard to get ammunition? Well, just, it is. Plus, it I mean, it's, it really? it's getting easier. I mean, COVID, oh my God, during the the, the worst parts of COVID, uh, there was the worst ammunition shortage we've we've experienced in my lifetime. And, and uh, so it was horrible. But he raises a great question, which is there are various fundraising opportunities out there. NRA already has a program through what are called the Friends of NRA Banquets and the Friends of NRA Program, where they raise money for youth shooting sports. A lot of times that's looking at, at uh, 4-H uh, shooting activities and whatnot. Um, and, and we have right here in Indiana, and this is actually created, uh, founded by a friend of mine, the Indiana Youth Shooting Sports Foundation. 
uh, funded uh, founded uh, by a good friend of mine, Jim Dunn, who's been on my show several times. So there are fundraising uh, uh, efforts going on out there right now to do exactly what you're talking about doing, Jesse, which is raising money for youth shooting sports. I, I invite you to contact each of those people, the NRA, uh, Friends of NRA. And, and you can just Google that or the Indiana Youth Shooting Sports Foundation, and uh, you can very likely come up with some money to fund the ammunition needs of your scouts who are doing the right thing, man. They're learning safe and responsible gun ownership. Yeah. They're learning marksmanship. You, you know, you can get a marksmanship badge as part of uh, the Boy Scouts. That's pretty damn cool. How many people we got left on the, We've got on the board there? Five six more oh, wow. people on the board. Uh, you want to take a break and yeah, come back? Let's, should we tell them to just sit tight? Yeah, because yeah, I want to I want to get to all of their questions, but we definitely have to pay some bills here. Absolutely, if you right. if you don't mind, if you're on hold and you get a question for Guy Relford, the gun guy, stay there. We'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. Coming up after five o'clock, we're going to talk to uh, Anya and Kevin from the Murder Sheet podcast. The Murder Sheet is a weekly true crime podcast. They've been covering Delphi from the beginning, guy. Yeah, I'm and, looking forward to that. Um, it's it's this is uh, this is going to open up some uh, questions. We're going to talk about some things you may not have thought of here concerning the arrest of uh, somebody for the murder of the uh, of, of Abby and Libby. So that's a little bit after five o'clock. Sixty one at the American. Standard Heating Weather Center 93 WIBC. Guy Relford is filling in for Hammer, and uh, we are uh, continuing on here for the next couple of minutes. Ask the Gun Guy, and we have uh, some people waiting on on the phone here. You are a two-way attorney. You are a licensed firearms instructor, and we have uh, some questions. You bet. And we've got Tom, who's been on hold for a while. Tom, what do you got for us? Hey, Gun Guy. Nice, nice to talk to you. You too, I, sir. I actually did your I did your uh, Second Amendment. Uh, artwork for your for your 2a project oh i know you tom awesome and, it, and by the way we got the coolest logo on the planet thanks to you so man i appreciate that a lot hey, thanks so the question i have is is about the the gun brace or the pistol brace that's coming out in december yep what what's your what's your thoughts on that well it, it what for people who don't know and this is ridiculously complicated so I'll, I'll try to summarize it quickly a lot of times you could take a a, a what's called a, a rifle caliber pistol or whatever uh, pistol which it mean which means it's got a, a shorter barrel on it you could put what's called a, a, a pistol stabilizer brace on it which is something that's basically intended to fit over your forearm and that didn't necessarily convert it into a rifle because if it's a rifle and it's got a barrel less than 16 inches, you have to register that with the federal government under the National Firearms Act as a short-barreled rifle. The ATF is coming out with new regulations, as Tom alludes to, that are going to go into effect in December. Now there's a point system, which is depending on caliber and weight and barrel length and configuration of the brace and any number of other things, you, you, they're going to assign you points. And if you get over a certain number of points, now it's a rifle and you have to go register it. My thoughts are Tom is they've intentionally made it so incredibly complicated that everybody's just going to go screw it and go register uh, their their gun as an SBR uh, and uh, and not worry about whether they can get tagged off base because you're talking about ten years in federal prison yeah, as a result. So it, it, it those are my initial thoughts, but in the time we have, that's about as far as I can go. Let's go back and we've got Jameer has called in. Uh, Jameer, thanks so much for calling. Hey, yes, sir. Thanks for taking my call, sure. Mr. guy. Um, 
as 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 a forty year old man, um, I I got whooped, and it doesn't really translate well in in today's age. Um, so I was slapped with a D felony. Um, I've contacted my local attorneys here in Mary, or excuse me, Miami County, uh, to to get that reduced. Um, but with just to clarify with you, would that be something that I can do where I can apply to to to, to carry legally? Yeah. Um, and what was what was the specific charge, Jameer? Yeah, I uh, I whipped my stepson with a belt one time on the butt. Um, okay. He wasn't my stepson at the time, um, but now he is. Uh, me and me and my wife okay. are married. All, all right, and Jameer, we, and we don't have a ton of time, buddy. And feel free to contact me in my office. Just look up RelfordLaw.com, and I'll go into this. I don't like that. But 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 here's what's going on. I don't like that. Um, is we can we can expunge that off your record, but separately we can uh, restore your gun rights. That's actually considered a crime of domestic violence under federal law because it's your stepson. So there's a whole process process for restoring your gun rights. But both are doable. Um, it, it just takes a, a little bit of legal representation. So give me a call, and we can talk about that. In the meantime, Nigel, I think we're coming to the end of this second. Awesome. Do, do we do we have any time for any more, James? Or can you push some more spots, or should we take a break? Okay, because we, 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 I want to leave enough time for the murder sheet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, That's going to be a great discussion. They have been covering Delphi from the beginning. They were at the press conference today with the Indiana State Police Superintendent uh, Doug Carter there speaking, and uh, we want to leave plenty of time for them. A complete update here in just a few minutes, 93 WIBC.